0: salutations and welcome ladies and gentlemen to another episode of the gna podcast games nerds and alcohol where we get drunk and we talk about stuff well we have a very full cast tonight Uh, let me go ahead and make my way around the digital room and do the introductions we have the man the myth the legend the soon-to-be baking master yellowed-eyed son of a gun Damoc. how you doing bud
1: Ah, I started drinking before we started casting, so yeah, dude, it's going to be fun.
0: Awesome. And we have the wonderful, the sexy, the hip, hipster, blowing fat clouds, Co, how are you doing, Co? I'm doing great. Very good, sir. And, ladies and gentlemen, we have the man, the myth, the legend. We have Vintage. How are you doing, Vintage?
2: Not so bad.
0: Very good, sir. And, ladies and gentlemen, coming to you live from somewhere upstate with that sexy flat cap.
3: Fine, I'll use that term. Zyberblood. <laughs> How are you doing, Zyber? Um, I am doing fantastic now that you actually use... Flat cap and not beret because it's not a fucking beret. Uh, it hurt, it hurt to call it a <laughs> flat cap. I mean, is it, it really flat did. cap
4: just a flat beret?
2: It looks like a paperboy cap,
3: it kind of does. It's because it all hurts. right, all right. Do I have to sew razor blades in it and come at you <laughs> like a peaky Blinder to have you call it what it actually is a flat cap? Hang on there, random task.
0: uh and ladies and gentlemen I'm your host blue shark 45 and how are you doing blue I'm doing I'm doing pretty good uh wedding stuff yes yeah, stressful as all get out um indeed and uh you know it's uh it's it's been one of those weeks but i I got some gaming in so i'm I'm doing better than I could be uh but let's uh Let's go into what everyone's, uh, drinking tonight. Go back to you, Zyber. What are you partaking in this evening, sir?
3: Well, I started off with, uh, Torg's, uh, field study. I liked it. I really liked it. You got the earthy notes up front, and then it finishes with almost the orange juice kind of citrus. Yeah, it's, it's really nice. It, uh, combines, uh, Citra, Mosaic, uh, and Eldorado Hops. The Eldorado Hops, I think, is that initial note in the front of the uh, earthy kind of grass clippings. Then it finishes on that Mosaic, Citra, very citrusy, orange taste, grapefruit taste. It's not too bitter on the back end. It's actually quite sweet going down. I highly recommend it. It's nice and smooth. I just started a bottle of uh, Doggy Style uh, Pale Ale from Flying Dog. I like this. It's a decent go-to. I'm pretty sure Demox had it a few times. I know he fancies the Flying Dog every now and then, but I think he mostly does, what is it, the Raging Bitch?
1: I do a lot of the raging bitch. There's a a couple Double Dog is really good as well. But damn dude, I, I want some doggy style shit. The fuck?
3: Oh that that is uh very grapefruit. Right up front, to the finish, uh grapefruit. Right up. I bat. love
1: me some grapefruit, like shit. What is it? It's literally just flying dog doggy style? Yeah. Doggy style pale let, me, let me see it real quick. I know the user or listeners or who the fuck
3: these people are, I can't see it. Oh, uh, okay. I'm gonna try some of that. What's the ABV again? Uh it's only a 5.5, so you'll probably drink 40 of these and be like, okay, time to hit the white claw.
1: Yeah, pretty much, man. Like two white claws, I'm white girl wasted shit.
0: Alright, and uh Vintage, what are you partaking in this evening, my good sir?
2: Well, I uh, I got something that's probably not crazy far from you, Zyber. Amagang Brewery from Ah, uh, yes,
3: Cooperstown. Love yes, Amagang. Sir.
2: I got their limited uh, release Belgian National Day Ale, which is a dry-hopped Belgian-style tripel. It's uh, very, very delicious, very smooth, um i'm gonna have to go for another taste to be able to describe it though the
3: the thing i would say is if you ever find yourself in this neck of the woods go to Omagang brewery do the brew uh tour it is absolutely amazing i really enjoy it and then when yeah. you go to the tasting room and do your round of tastings i'm awesome absolutely awesome
2: i will definitely have to because uh I do really like these guys, especially I like the majority of their Game of Thrones yeah. collaborations. Those were really good. They had like two Bourbon Barrel style stouts, and those were incredible.
3: The ones that I really like are the Rare Voss and the Three Philosophers.
2: Yes, yes, I do like those. Yeah, but this it's it's delicious. It almost is like meaty on the on. At the, at the opening, it, which is very interesting for a beer to kind of get kind of a fresh, almost sort of, I don't know, maybe the way I would describe it is fruit forward or maybe a little bit of apple, which is very yummy. And then it, it just finishes with a, a very clean, not overwhelming malt, which I love. And I'm bummed that this is a limited release because
3: um, uh, this is absolutely if, if delicious. If you're getting malt notes, I would probably say that they're using their special uh, chocolate malt um, to to enhance it. At least that's what I lean on because they use their chocolate malt in just about everything.
2: Yeah, it's, it's very good. I would highly recommend it, Zyber. If you can find this, I know I still saw it. At some of the more specialty places near me, they still have this in stock.
3: Dude, I could take the forty-five minute drive to Omega and just pick it up right there. <laughs> yeah, it's the
2: Belgian National Day ale. It's very, very good. I highly recommend it.
0: All right, and Coe, what are you partaking in this evening, my good sir? I'm
4: drinking a nice uh You know, otter pop flavored with a hint of green apple. Uh, Monster energy drink.
3: (laughs) Nice. How's the attack?
4: It's pretty smooth. A little bit of carbonation. It's pretty good. And the finish? Refreshing. Nice,
3: refreshing aftertaste. I don't
2: know. (laughs) I think the word you are looking for is energizing.
4: (laughs) Is it? Is it it very
3: uh, chemically? Like you know,
4: do you get that? Yeah, you know, it's got that nice uh, chemical tarine aftertaste. that uh, typically comes with energy drinks uh, nowadays. I think they all have that a That processed
2: flavor form. that just tastes like pure go time. It, yeah, it's, it's
4: <laughs> amazing. It's it's really good. I, I recommend everyone give it a try.
3: So yeah. you'd I recommend would... drinking two of those, pop in a Cialis, then go to the Faptown? Oh, yeah, absolutely.
0: Oh, yeah. I would I agree, agree with that, too. Your insides aren't going to like you.
2: Oh, your insides don't have to. You're working a sweat at that point.
4: (laughs) Oh, your insides will be out by the time you finish drinking two or three cans of these. All that (laughs)
2: caffeine's gonna make you take a shit. (laughs) (laughs) Is there such thing as, like, a self-performed blumpkin? Like,
3: (laughs) that's why I say just pop that Cialis. It's a race against time. If you want to be extra extreme, just pop a Ambien on top of that.
4: Get some sugar-free uh, Haribo gummy bears and some chocolate laxatives. You'd be good to go. Yo, yeah, slow nine. down
3: there, Roseanne. We're not
2: trying to have a racist <laughs> scandal on our hands.
0: <laughs> All right, and Damoc, what are you partaking in this evening?
1: Ah, uh, I am not drinking a monster and taking Cialis because holy fuck. I am also not trying to perform a solo Blumpkin. Wow. I am just straight drinking Voodoo Ranger IPA in the Tallboy Cans, and I have some Elysian Space Dust in... I mean, they're not Tallboy Cans, they're just bigger than normal cans. Those are uh,
2: what, pinters? Yeah. Like pint 0.9 fluid ounces, something like that?
1: Yeah, it says somewhere on the can, but honestly, I just drink it and don't give a shit. Yeah, I don't even see where it's at. So I'm just drinking the good stuff, man. But I really think that if you're trying to give yourself a Blumpkin or you're trying to, you know, drink Monster and take Cialis, you guys are doing this shit the wrong fucking way. It's two Advil PMs of beer, right? And then you do what you gotta do. And uh, if you finish, you finish and you win. If you pass out before you finish, you still win. I like to play win-win games, not lose games, and have a heart attack with monster and Cialis.
3: Hey, Daymok, have you tried the uh, 1985, the Voodoo Ranger 1985?
1: No, they don't have it around me, man. I've looked everywhere. The only Voodoo Ranger they have is their straight IPA.
3: Oh, damn, it's good, dude. I'll uh, get a get a sixer of it and mail it to you.
1: Yeah, you do that and let me know and um I will eventually I, I see this is your box, dude. <laughs> I got like all this is clean oh, Jesus I'm Christ. Good now, man. But this stuff I gotta figure out how to throw it in the box and give it to you.
3: <laughs>
1: I, I'm working on it, I'm working, I swear to god I'm working on it, Zyber.
3: I know, I know, I just like teasing you every now and then. So Blue,
1: what in the fuck are you drinking? And yeah, I Blue, what are you god, drinking, man? I what are you the drinking, cup? Blue? I saw the cup, and I swear it says "Louder with Chowder" on it, but it's gonna be fucking coffee or some shit like that. It is Louder with Chowder. I fucking knew it. No,
0: no, that's that's Crowder. Shameless plug for him. Louder with Crowder. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so. Oh, that uh, changed my mind, dude. Yeah, that dude. So. Oh, that was I'm, awesome. Uh,
1: wait, I'm wait, dr- wait, wait. His name's not Chowder. It's not Louder with Chowder. No, it's, no, no, it's Crowder, Crowder. With Crowder. It's Crowder. Student
0: Crowder. <laughs> Yeah,
2: oh he's the God. change my mind, dude. You've seen that meme. It's him sitting at a at a like a fold out table with like something on it and then change my mind.
1: Yeah. I have called him louder with chowder. <laughs> 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 it's,
2: it's, it's, it's stuff. Oh shit.
0: No sir, it's uh it's Crowder, not Chowder. He's not New England.
2: Yeah, are those uh PMs kicking in there the
4: <laughs> Although I think he's in like New England, isn't he, or something like that? Like was he northeast? Nope, Texas. is it Texas? Okay. I think he's I, in I Texas.
2: Don't, I don't know where he's at anymore.
0: All the yeah. big ones are moving to Texas. But um Yeah. I'm drinking uh El Pedrino uh H. Tequila. I looked up how to pronounce this and I
3: So you're not hitting the vodka this time.
0: I'm not doing the vodka this time. Um, let me say this. Anejo. So it's El Padrino Anejo, uh, Tequila Anejo. So it's an aged tequila. Oh, I like their silver, but I decided to last... Was that last week? Yeah, it was last week. I decided I was going to go buy that bottle of vodka. Um, still like it. Still good. But I decided tequila tonight, so I got tequila shaken with, uh, shook with ice, um, and a l- little bit of lime juice for a little extra flavor. That's how I like my tequila. So I like it a little cold, and I like it with some lime.
3: And uh, yeah, sometimes I pop a ice cube in it.
0: I don't. I keep the ice out of it. I just shake it with it to get it cold. But um, it's very—it uh, subdues that burn that you get in the beginning, um, so it's like non-existent whatsoever. And it finishes with a, just a nice, smooth agave taste. Uh, I love this stuff; it's really good. I never thought I really would be into tequila. Um, not a fan of Patron, um, uh, with one exception—they have like a coffee liqueur version—that's pretty good. I had that last night with um, H tequila, uh, a little bit of uh, caramel syrup used for coffee, uh, and uh, some milk.
4: Don't think I've ever had tequila with coffee liqueur, though. That's interesting.
0: Yeah, it is. Oh, it's pretty good. Yeah, the, it's the, 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 the Patron XO Cafe, I believe is what it's called. It's uh, it's very sweet, um, but it's got that. It's got a really like nice thick. I want to say it's not coffee. I want to say it's more like espresso taste to it. It's got a very bold taste to it.
4: It's coffee. It's
3: espresso. Yeah, it's just coffee. strong coffee.
0: <laughs> we well, know espresso is, is stronger in taste than than just regular coffee.
3: So uh, you're going on style of coffee uh, being espresso. Yes. Espresso, not expresso. There's no you assholes. <laughs> no, there's right. I, I do that all the so, time. I literally <laughs> I do, have I, coffee
2: I, cups that are 100% Colombian espresso. They do a full cup of coffee, so boy, does it fucking get you awake.
3: <laughs> That's what I usually do. Like If I go somewhere that actually sells good coffee and they do espresso and... Cappuccinos and shit like that. I'll get a large espresso, and when they hand me like a small cup, I'm like, no, 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 a large. I said a large. <laughs> so they bring me out like the what is it, eighteen ounce cup of espresso. <laughs> oh yeah,
2: for most people, that's heart attack in a cup.
3: Is it like <laughs> most a people can't have
4: at Starbucks? Which one's the largest one? Hold on, a
2: Vente? What? <laughs> it's a large So it's what? It's uh, Grande. Is it Vente? Vente is the largest one? Vente, and then it's um, uh, Trenta. Trenta. They literally, because it's just, it's What's the number Trenta? of ounces. 30 ounces. You can get that in like cold brews. In iced coffees. Uh, yeah, the 32
3: okay. ounce Trenta. <laughs> so I
0: see. I'm the asshole that goes to Starbucks and says small, medium, and large. Yeah,
3: yeah I'm that guy. I'm that guy. I go, ch- hey, I want a large. I want your largest. I want a Trenta <laughs> espresso.
2: Oh God. <laughs> oh, oh, see, so you want a funeral? Do we want to add the costs of that to your order, sir? I mean, I mean, come
4: on. I, I used to drain like two or three cans of that Spike energy drink. That had like 350 milligrams of of caffeine in it per uh, can. <laughs>
2: Jesus Christ. And I'll drink two or really three monsters crazy. in a sitting.
4: That stuff was like eating like or drinking liquid Jolly Ranchers. Yeah, Ugh.
1: you guys really didn't get on that wild tiger or that boom boom a boom kick when you're down range, and you can ingest some energy drinks. It'll stop your heart real fast, and you just pound them no, down, baby.
0: You. Oh, thank you. All
3: I'm right, so uh, so, even shit. so blue, uh, your your tequila.
0: Yeah, uh, the El Pergino, um Ash darn it. Nejo, tequila, tequila Anejo. so it's tequila, good stuff. Recommend it. Um, forget the price point on it; it's not a very expensive one. Uh, let's see here. We'll load up a uh, good old total wine. That's where I go to get like a lot of my stuff. Because uh, yeah, we don't out, have that is- here. Yeah, yeah, um, ours is just beer and wine. But uh, for the 750 milliliter bottle, you can get that right now for about 30 bucks. Normally goes for 32. It's pretty good, I'd say. That's you know mid you know mid range. I mean, I'm sure Jose Cuervo's cheaper than that, but it's oh God, for... Cuervo! Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, it it tastes good and it, it's not going to kill the bank if you ask me, and that's what I, that's what I like about it.
5: To, oh, be oh,
1: to, to be fair, oh
5: god! To be fair, to be
0: fair,
1: Jose Cuervo has a really top shelf bottle of tequila. However, they probably have one of the most bottom shelf bottles of tequila that you can get as well. I wouldn't know about tequila.
4: The only one I've ever had was Patron.
1: See, I what? don't mind. You've Patron. never had Casamigos with me. I drink Casamigos all the time. No,
4: nope. Casamigos like... is the best. <laughs> it's always been it's always been Patron with me.
3: Yeah, um, I, I like Patron, not, like, overall, but, yeah. Well, I'm not I a big may leg. have
2: a, I may have a better one, though, than Casamigos, and it's one I just got to try a couple weekends ago. I posted the link to their site. It's called El Tequiliano, Tequiliano. I'm if it's not, it. S-
3: uh, Scorpion masculine Tequila is, is, is garbage. <laughs>
2: OK, well, I'm a, I'm probably a little biased to it because um, I'm not even kidding. Like what my babysitter, when I was like four years old, she just married the son of the owner of this company and like sent my family a bottle because apparently she and my mom still keep in touch and sent her like even like the middle of the pack one, which in the States costs like a 100 bucks plus if you can find it. And I've never had a smoother tequila like, I love Casamigos, it's smooth, but it's not smooth like this is.
4: <laughs> I don't know, I'm not a big tequila drinker, so Patron is just kind of like that higher end, I think, yeah. on the shelf, but it's not, uh, yeah, so that's usually you the one I go to. I'm Yeah, you
1: get the Patron, the orange box Patron. I don't know what makes it special, but it's the orange box. And it's a good tequila because it has a nice little bite to it without being overdone. But that's if you like bitey tequilas. If you don't like bitey tequilas, go Casamigos. Casamigos is super, super fucking smooth. I've never had the shit Vintage is talking about Mm because, obviously, I'm just hearing about it now. Casamigos, really smooth if you really like a... um, a bit of a bite, kind of like if you're a bourbon drinker and you like that little bite at the end. Absolutely. Patron Orange Box.
2: Like okay. a smooth rye is the way I would probably describe it. Something that's well, got like a rye. lot of flavor, but then has a little bit of a bite towards the end.
4: Oh, see, I'm, I went smooth all the way around, so. Mm-hmm. Then yeah, you probably
3: it, it has to be Elda full shave Kylianio. and no, no landing pad or anything. Full shave. Nice yep. and smooth.
2: <laughs> yeah, you Gotta nice wax that shit. Nothing left over. <laughs> Yeah, Damoc, um, we, let's coordinate a time. I'll I'll bring it down. We can try some.
1: I gotta figure out life first, man.
0: Same here. <laughs> well, let's uh let's go ahead and uh, move into our state of games. Uh, so uh, state of games is where we talk about what we've been playing for the past week, or we're gonna pontificate about what we think the state of gaming is right now. So we're going to go ahead and go back to you, Damoc. What is your state of games?
1: Uh, Factorio 1.0 released. So I've been playing Factorio a little bit here and there. Uh, And that's a a really great game. It's all about automation. And I can't say more praise to the game, honestly. I truly enjoy it. But I like games where I start from nothing and build up fully automated things. Uh, I've also been sadly sucked back into call of duty modern warfare and uh i bought the season five battle pass and i've been trying to max out a couple of the weapons i have yet to play warzone not even like one match of warzone i've just been arguing with Co a little bit on the best guns as i've been running around and you know fucking stomping matches with the an94 and the grau and uh the kilo or something like 141 or whatever it is and Yeah, just having a good time, screwing around, playing a lot of games here and there. uh, Nothing serious.
0: Very nice. And my fiance decided she's going to start printing with her Wi-Fi printer, so that's probably what you hear in the background. Uh, So let's go ahead and move quickly into, uh, Co. what is your state of games?
4: Well, I guess the number one would be Black Desert Online. Uh, always running in the background if I'm the planner or not uh, then it'd be number two would be um, Call of Duty Warzone and yeah we've, we've had disagreements but I'm gonna say Daymok, Daymok doesn't know his guns <laughs> You know,
1: I know what modding it works for me. And if I'm pulling 50 plus kills in a match and everybody else is only getting 20, I feel pretty good. Although I do in in fair fucked upness <laughs> because you know fuck modern warfare because it's all fucked up i've probably killed myself more times than i would like to think in the very beginning of playing games and i'm yeah. probably ranked with the newbies <laughs> and like i'm just like yeah i'm plowing through these bitches like they're nothing but yeah you're, you're probably right dude
4: yeah,
2: yeah i mean? was i was about to say you got skill-based matchmaking playing right up your alley right this, now this, don't this- you there tankhawk
4: <laughs> There's no you skill-based spent- matchmaking in Call of Duty. This is 2020. They don't. This have any is of that This is 2020. It
2: doesn't exist. Exactly.
4: Like, what All I know is Daymok
2: was- sucked while he was learning the game, and now that he's got the hang of it, he just is miraculously dominating. <laughs> yeah. What, what happened to the
4: days where like COD had like private servers, and then you had tournaments that were like five v five or six v six against other teams? Like I miss that stuff. Yeah. Like, send me you-
2: 1,600 Microsoft yeah. points. I'll give you tenth prestige level seventy. Yeah. Like,
1: uh, <laughs> yeah. Everything switched over to Counter-Strike. and um, Yep. Okay, Counter-Strike
4: it. always existed when COD was had the Cal scene and TWL. So, I mean, yeah, it was yeah, there. Yeah, but it, it was technically there. But, like, after the third
1: game, they were like, really? We're just going to release a product every year because we don't give a fuck. Let's asset flip like bitches. And they lost everything. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's Uh-oh. why I was absolu- I was praying to God for one of the first times in my entire life when that rumor came out a couple years ago that they were going to a two year development cycle. With they like wouldn't every- do that. If they had actually done it, I would be nutting constantly over a glorious, fully completed game that's expected make- to have a two year life cycle. They make a
4: billion dollars every year from that- from recycling that crap. They're not going to sit there and do it a two year cycle. It's crazy.
2: I know. I just wish they'd make a better game. <laughs> no, they, they
4: just dumb it down. Now it's just like a, a cluster, yeah, uh, clusterfuck of just. We added skill-based BS.
2: matchmaking because we want the new people what? to be around what the skill? new people.
4: What skill <laughs> you're running around with? C4s twenty four seven and claymores.
3: Let alone they have l- they have a level system for your ga- uh, your aim assist.
2: <laughs> what? Wait, I want to hear this. In your one. settings,
3: yeah. there's like different levels for your aim assist. Okay, yeah,
4: so let me talk about the aim assist. Uh so you all I don't know have haven't played or have played uh Warzone since May, but May they changed the settings for precision and focusing fire. Uh aim assist. And if you don't notice, but if, if people who use a controller change to that setting, you return into a literal aimbot and you cannot have your uh, reticles broken. It will track you and it will kill you. Uh, I think most of the time, regardless of distance...
2: Are you uh, required to enable crossplay for Warzone still, if no, I'm not you, mistaken? Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah, you you can't log into uh, Warzone without uh, having that on. Ooh. So, Ooh. No, so no, 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 no. Hold, hold on, con- gonna, let me finish it. Consoles PS- can opt hold, out. Hold on, let me that's what I was gonna say. If you're a console player, you can opt out, but PC players have to play with the aimbots. Yes. I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say it. Activision has certified aimbots. That's what the console players have turned into.
2: Okay, that's almost as bad as Nikita's comment, the The lead uh, Escape from Tarkov developer guy. <laughs> His comments this week on hackers was, or last week I think it was, was next level. I don't know if you guys want to what get into that topic? at all. Oh, he, uh, he said that hackers are actually an, imp- an incredibly huge revenue source for a game.
3: If oh, you is. do a yes, band wave absolutely.
2: of $20,000, they are just going to buy the game again. So yep. that's another $200,000 rough of revenue that you're going to have be brought in. So we don't want to make it impossible I, I for hackers put, to be in the I, game, but we don't want to make it too easy at the same I time. I not put
4: it past individual developers within the company designing their own hacks so they can make a secondary income off these games sometimes. Absolutely. That
3: Yeah. Uh with a couple like sandbox games, there were developers that were on well, people that were on the development team making the mods to cheat at the game.
4: Yeah, I'm gonna go to like Runescape. There was a mod in Runescape that was uh stealing people's accounts and then reselling them to uh people who would buy them.
1: Evon Lies for Bob. Eve can I for Can Bob. I talk about Eve Online, Eve online. I quit that. by CCP. Eve is Online is
4: the Bob. most shallow experience I've ever played in a it is the most shallow. I would play a free-to-play game over going back to EVE now. It is boring. I mean, it is the uh, most boring experience. After, what, 20 years now? Has it been 20 years since you've released?
3: Something I like know, that. Probably,
4: dude. It's got to be close to 20 uh, years. Like early 2000s? Yeah. It hasn't changed. Like, okay, you have the new UI and everything looks different, but it still plays like it did back when I first launched the game in like 2006 or seven, whatever. See, and that's the
1: weird part, right? Because um, I was goon, and I still am goon if I ever go back to the game. And I will for always be goon. I had a lot of fun in EVE Online for years. I had more fun fucking around with my friends in the game than I did actually playing the game. I had more fun on the forms. I had more fun in fucking team speak bullshitting with people than I did actually playing the game but
4: but you could bullshit an actual game that actually was fun rather than playing afk simulator
1: a lot of times I would just say oh it absolutely is an afk simulator but you know the people that play it and the caliber of people I was talking to while playing it I really enjoyed talking to them and bullshitting with them. They were my group of friends at the time while I was playing. And it was a very unique experience because everybody knows that the game sucks. Right? Fucking EVE is terrible. It absolutely is. But if you can find a good core group of friends that play... Everybody can have a really good time. You
4: know what really sucks though is that the community itself uh, uh, has killed any way for them to even expand upon the game. Any any changes they think about making, they the community hates. So, see,
1: I disagree with that. They started that little council thingy, then they dissolved it, then they restarted it, then they dissolved it, and I think it's back again. And they continue to make massive changes to the game. They do, oh. people don't like what they're doing with the game, well, but so they, did they that, still do that, it.
4: They did that PVE rating thing, and everyone hates it.
1: Everyone hated it. See, I don't know about their PVE rating thing anymore. The biggest thing I saw was that people are pissed off about the mobile.
4: Oh, I haven't even seen the mobile game. I'm not going to pay. I mean, the game's already pay to win as it is. I, I'm not going to say pay to win, but it's it's paid to progress. The mobile uh,
2: does look pretty cool, so. though. From what I was seeing is the quote-unquote pay-to-win aspect still requires some pretty heavy dedication to understand a lot of the controls and to effectively to use the ships You don't and need stuff. to understand
4: anything. Any. No, it, it's a spreadsheet, and you just look at a loadout that people have recommended for 10-plus years, and you slap that into your into your uh, fittings, and then you're good to go. (laughs) No,
2: no, 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 no. no. I understand. I'm specifically referring to the mobile version of the game. Apparently, the control scheme is really difficult to get used to because apparently it's absolute fucking menu overload from what I've seen. Oh, that's Eve. That's it. Yeah, exactly. But it's one thing if you're playing on a 27 plus inch monitor, maybe you've got an ultra wide where you can have all these different menus open at the same time and not have it conflict with your ability to play the game. Try doing that on a six and a half inch display if you're lucky.
4: Wait, you don't play with Nox player or BlueStacks? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, dude, uh, I've got BlueStacks installed. You guys can see in my Discord. I was playing it over oh, yeah. your shit.
2: Yeah, Damoc, yep. your face froze on the most perfect face. Front and center, head tilt, grin on your face. Like, how dare you? <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, let's, uh, let's move on to uh, Vintage. What's your state of games? Uh, my state of games has been uh, still playing some Magic the Gathering, enjoying that
2: as much as I can. Um, I started playing Astroneer again this week, which has been a ton of fun. Uh, Started a new world with a buddy since the automation update came out, which has been pretty fun. Um, Earlier today, I tried the Marvel Avengers beta on Steam, which is free right now. It's surprisingly fun. The little introductory where you get to meet all the Avengers and play through as them a little bit is just a cinematic joy to play through. And then it gets really interesting and in-depth, like a full-blown RPG, which I'm still trying to wrap my head around. So that's probably how I'm going to be spending some of my time moving forward, is getting the hang of that.
1: So how are you liking the Astroneer? I saw the big update, I reinstalled the game, I jumped into it for about 20 minutes and went, Oh god, I gotta grind everything from scratch again, I don't want to do this, and jumped out.
2: I'm really liking it. I'll tell you point blank. If I didn't have someone to play with, I probably would not have started playing it again. Um, Two people doing a bunch of the stuff is definitely so much easier. I mean, you're effectively either able to split up the duties or both getting twice as many resources, which really helps speed things up. I mean, we're at a point now we've probably put eight hours in. Where we only have been to two other planets and we're actually pretty self sustaining at this point. And the automation is a big help. And the best part is they did actually add any of the automated things whenever they're on, because they can be toggled on or off, they do have a constant power draw to your grid, which does balance things out a little bit it makes you definitely be a little more unique in your power layouts and how you want to handle it like most of what we've done is automated smelter automated centrifuge ultimate uh, automated um chemistry station like those sort of things really fun when you get right but most of it has still come down to we uh we're still learning, like, most of the basic stuff, I guess you'd say. Like, we always understood how to create things, but this was our first time together. Actually, we made it to the center of the of the planet, first planet so far. Activated the gateway engine, hooked it all up, and now our next goal is to do that for the other two planets that we have access to right now, that we have little bases on, because you can literally teleport to them once you get everything set up correctly. So, I mean, we're really enjoying it, we... If you hey. want to b- jump in and have be uh, part of a third.
1: No, man. I'm good. <laughs> I don't have time for Astroneer. I remember when I think Ko was talking about it. We picked it up when it came into early access. Ko, you're shaking your head like, no, you haven't played Astroneer?
4: I swear you have. No, it wasn't that I t- talked about, about to you all about it. You got me to buy it. And then I flew around for like five minutes. And then I got launched or, or rocketed into space and died. No, no,
1: different game, dude. Different nope. game. That was that nope, fucked nope. up weird game where I fell to the floor and ended up like six universes away, and I was like, the, "What the fuck?" That, is that, going that on? happened. That happened in. Um,
2: that sounds Huxley. like No Man's Sky. <laughs> there right. are still some ridiculous bugs, though, in Astroneer. We yeah. have shot our rover through the center of the Earth and popped out on the other side before. <laughs> it's but they're fun bugs. <laughs>
1: I mean, I haven't played the game since it hit Early Access. I tried to play it uh, when the new patch came out, and I just, yeah, like I said, I got about 10 minutes into it and went, oh, fuck, dude, I'm out.
2: It's definitely a time draw, and like I said, I wouldn't have continued to play it post 10 plus minutes if it wasn't for having someone else to play with that's on consistently, because that really does take the stress out of it. And you you can sit there. All right, well I'm gonna fix our our power problems. Cool. I'm gonna go get more materials. Great. So half the time is
0: wasted now. That could have been. All right, uh, Zyber, what's your uh, state of games? Dude, Zyber doesn't well, play games. Yeah, he doesn't play games yeah. I at don't home. play
3: games. I I I haven't played a game in like seventeen months. What no, are
4: you, about? <laughs> you, you tried inviting me to Wars on the other I moment. know, I know. I'm
3: <laughs> kidding. What? No way! Well, I played uh, some COD with Daymok. I played some Fall Guy with Daymok. Um, Let's see. Oh, I've, played best, dude, I've played sorry, some Watch Dogs. I've played some
1: Kingmaker. I, I got a little drunk when we were playing the Fall Guy, and I forgot yeah. that hey, I got that game. Dude,
3: it's fine. You bought it for uh, Cecil and I, and... I appreciate it. It's going to be some hey, uh, GNA hey, fun down the fun,
1: road. Oh, yeah. We got to get everybody playing fucking Fall Guy, dude. He goes, um, uh, I remember drinking.
0: No. Because as soon as we start doing that, then everyone's going to stop playing the fucking game. We're not doing this again. We've learned our lesson, hopefully.
3: All right. But yeah, um, I've been trying to do dailies and such for Pokemon Go. Um, I've actually did more gaming this week than the past three weeks. Um, considering some stuff going on in my life right now. Um, but outside of that, I I am actually pissed off at that Marvel game. Because they have a partnership with Intel. And in this partnership, Intel is allowed to do a fancy packaging... But buying their CPU, you do not get the game. You get a fancy package promoting the game, but you don't get the game. What hmm. kind of fucking partnership is that? That is That's fucked weird. up.
2: Especially considering <laughs> their AMD specific settings for this game, which just makes it even more confusing now. Yeah. When, I'm when lost.
4: Have, when have CPU brands ever packaged a video game with a with their game it's usually gpu uh that cpus, CPUs
2: do it cpus do it sometimes
4: really because it's usually oh yeah the gpu market it's always the one that uh, pairs it with gpu what
2: tw- uh eight months to nine months out of the year have like a free game bundle if you buy a certain level or up in their category i think cpus do it maybe twice a year for like 30 40 days at a time now, let me it's say very th- rare I I do see the World of
4: Tanks. I think occasionally, which is the one that may go with the CPU. But World of Tanks is already free to play, as it is. Yeah, it's is, free so to what play. Am I, what am I getting out of this?
2: I think if I remember
4: right, correctly, you but get free debuts. You're, you're
3: you're doing a fucking partnership with someone. You think you'd want to get your your product out there outside of like, oh, a flashy package?
4: But you see, this is Intel. They don't really care about the competition. They're going to make the money regardless. Of is how it much AMD's winning?
2: Hold on. Is it possible that it's not being packaged yet? Because the game is only in beta right now. Yeah, you that, can that pre-purchase,
3: right? But, but you like, can't get in, the game yet. In the uh, news, in the news that I've been uh, looking at, there's no mention of them um, outside of just a partnership of releasing of the game. Yet they have a fancy, flashy package promoting the game blue
0: i remember back in the 90s intel package with the packer bell echo the dolphin sonic the hedgehog pod ah what was the other one damn it i can't think of it there's another game you got out of that but yeah, you got those games for, for getting the, the computer. I think it was Intel. I don't think it was Packer Bell that gave that away. I think it was specifically Intel. So, yeah just should... slipping, man.
1: <laughs> I can't find any evidence of Intel ever packaging. Again, but quick Google searches since we started talking, not super in-depth. I'm not finding anything. The only thing that I am truly finding is is that AMD had partnered with Microsoft at one point in time and started offering three months of uh, Microsoft Game Pass with their new processors.
2: That's a really good fucking deal. That's better than any three games you could want to get right now. Yeah. So, like, that's, oh, yeah. that's
1: not really that true, because you can get three months of Microsoft Game Pass for free anyways. But, I mean, okay, really
2: fine. Cool, but... You can get six months of Microsoft Game Pass for free, Daymok. <laughs>
4: Yeah, so I think it rest my case. You can the... get uh, a uh, Game Gaming.
3: Pass <laughs> Ultimate for like $7.99 or whatever, or ten ninety nine rather. 99 mm-hmm. rather. And so have that actually a brings ton up... of games available to you.
2: That actually brings up an interesting conversation. What is your guys' take on the monthly game services, whether it's. It's EA, now they've rebranded it to Pro and Pro but Plus hold on, or whatever. Hold on. Hey, man, you're jumping the yeah, gun,
3: buddy. You're jumping the gun because we have to ask Blue Shark what he's been playing. Fair
0: enough. Well, so I will I've hold that comment. Video games? Oh shit, I gave myself away earlier. All right, yeah, I actually did play. Um I got to uh let's see. I played probably about an hour just kind of Dicking around in uh, Ghost Recon Breakpoint, play with the Oh, AI. oh,
3: hold on, hold on. One thing: Did you see that they're adding Sam Fisher to Rainbow Six? Uh,
0: it's I. It's a shitty Sam Fisher. I didn't like the reveal. They didn't have Ironside's voice, and I—I I mean, I'm not a big Rainbow Six Siege uh, player, so you know, really, you know, no.
3: I know, but I know how you like the no, Splinter Cell games. Game.
0: I love him too. I'm tired of seeing him pop up in that in a mobile game and as an appearance in, you know, I mean, let's be Ghost honest. Recon. I want to see him in his own standalone game again. That's what I want.
4: Let's be brutally honest. Rainbow Six Siege is not a Rainbow Six game. Agreed. No, it's a yeah.
0: multiplayer Rainbow
2: Six experience. That's the and best you know, way I would agree. describe it. No.
0: It uses it's, the tactics and the in uh, and, and no. the beginning, but now I feel like it's like uh, what do you call it? Um, it's an Overwatch with guns. It, it's it's um, that, that's not even correct either. It's literally like CSGO,
4: but you can shoot through walls. I'd say it's I'd say more like an attack, an attack and defend shooter game. game,
1: man. It's just but, a Twitch shooter game. It's a rubber bandy Twitch shooter game. It is exactly like Counter-Strike. It is exactly like, what the fuck's a new one? start starts with V. Everybody's running to Valorant. Oh yeah. Valorant. Yeah, yeah, it's like Valorant. It's a Twitch shooter game. There's a... Oh, man, there's... A, I'll show you the YouTuber. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. But he does that one that's like, Space Marine! Where he talks about the Space Marine game that I post in Discord every, like, six months because I love that guy. Well, at least I love that video. But he does a <laughs> lot of Rainbow Six shit and... He talks about it. he's like it's all twitchy shooting, no skill involved really. Once you learn where the hit boxes are, it doesn't matter.
0: Yeah,
4: well, I mean, it doesn't have that. It doesn't have that old like Rainbow Six experience. Like it's usually you're you're going into uh, some sort of area, uh, a large area with multiple buildings, and you're uh, the older games were like a co-op. Like you had. A team of four players who would, or five players who would go in and they would rescue the hostage, whatnot, or defuse a bomb. And this is just, it's search and destroy. It's Call of Duty, search and destroy. It's CSGO, search and destroy, but each character has special abilities like Overwatch.
0: Yes.
1: Have you guys played, like, I mean, we're talking way back mid 90s, the Police Quest games? They were like Police Quest SWAT. Yes. And they had. SWAT. Yep. yes but i mean like way back where you had those weird full motion videos and then it would jump you into the scenario Uh, Hmm. so
2: yeah that's right because that's actually where tom clancy the game franchise got their idea for that kind of drop in drop out rainbow six style that was in the first game or two
1: yes because you had to like go to the overview and plan out where your team was going and where you were going to go and go from there. And they did really well. And then uh, the first Rainbow Six Siege game, or Rainbow Six game, I guess, was uh, it was by Red Storm Entertainment. I know because my computer couldn't play it, but my dad's laptop that he got from work could play it. So he rubbed it in my fucking face that he could play the game and I couldn't. And he was a big Tom Clancy fan. So he set it up and it was... Yes, like Co was talking about. Uh, it didn't really have co-op at the time because, you know, we're, we're talking mid-90s here, right? And But you would tell your team exactly where to go and then you had the ability to either lead in front of your team or take a back route or stay behind your team because you would already pre-program them kind of where to go. But before all of that, there was the Police Quest games and, oh man, then they made the SWAT franchise and that was just so much fun. I do actually miss those games, but Rainbow Six Siege is not a Rainbow Six game. Agree with Co. 100%. My,
2: my favorite though, Rainbow Six by far, which will ever, which will always be the pinnacle of Rainbow Six is Vegas 2. That's where they hit every nail on the head, in my opinion, of allowing it to be full tactical. You had full command of your other two guys. And the best part is if you ever played co-op, You still got your two guys you could command, which made it so much more interesting. You and a buddy could stack up on an opposite door to the room, and it would make things so much fun, yet it still embraced what I think it would mean today, even, to have a tactical shooter of you have your choice of first person if you're breaching the room, or third person, which I loved whenever you were behind cover.
0: Yeah, and then originally when they were talking about this, um when did siege come out do we know, Anyone know like 2015 2016 okay. yeah it's about five or six now five or six so, years so 2013 like or 14 i think it was it might have been 2012 they did a teaser for an upcoming rainbow six patriots game yeah patriots and that game looked like really cool in these in the concept of what they were going for. Now they never showed in game footage. It was always just like a cutscene stuff. But what they were trying to the groundwork that they were laying with that game was an interesting Rainbow Six game. And I was disappointed when they came out with Siege and I was just like, yeah, that just ruins this for me. But um let me finish up real quick. Um So, played that, uh, Wildlands, and then I got back into uh, Monster Hunter World, Uh, played that for a couple nights to uh, try to actually finish that game that I've had in my backlog for a while. And uh, that's about it. But uh, what were you about to say about Rainbow Six, Co?
4: Oh, I was going to say, you know what's a closer Rainbow Six game than Rainbow Six Sieges? America's Army.
0: America's Army. Not heard
3: oh of boy, does that even still fucking exist? It
2: does.
0: It does.
3: I remember that game. Cecil got me onto it. Uh, isn't that the one where they use like uh, the pre-recruiting tactics in it?
4: Yep, it's a it's an official uh, licensed uh, army game. Oh wow! Yeah, we used it for
1: uh, well. We didn't use the exact game, but they we used modified versions of the game in training, dude. Like, they put us in those little mock Humvees and all of that with the fucking the little M4s that have the little laser sights at the end of it. And we played with where – we're running around in fucking full kit and looking and shooting at video screens and having fun. But, yeah, dude, I remember the first America's Army that came out. They gave that to everyone. They distributed that shit to high schools like crazy. It was
4: the first, like, free-to-play shooter ever. <laughs> it was great.
0: Daymok, did they ever give you the uh, the M16 that's got, uh, oh, what do you call it? It's just got, like, an airline in it, a compressor line in it, and they have s- sensors. And the magazine releases a little bit, so you can unload and reload. And you have a screen in front of you. It's like a yeah. simulated yeah, training. Yeah,
1: that's the the stupid America's Army thing. They incorporated it with that dumbass thing. Or we had to do okay. weapons qual with the virtual weapons, and you're like, <laughs> you're laying there, and it looks like it's a downrange target, and you're like, okay, okay. Miss missed. Bullshit, I fucking missed it. a video <laughs> game. Yeah, no, I did all of that bullshit, man. I think uh, I did that in basic a little bit because they were still testing the system and then I did it when I was actually in the army a few times, but no one ever took it seriously.
0: Yeah. They had a, um, they had like a training day and, um, sorry, not a training day. Uh, it was uh, called Week of Welcome for the Freshmen when I started college. And so we went over to the ROTC building and we got to do that. And then I got to rappel off of a four-story building uh, and I had to tie my own harness. Like we didn't we, we didn't use webbing harnesses. Like they literally like, all right, he gave me a he gave me rope and he says, all right, do what I do. And like literally like tied the thing myself. And I'm like looking at the guy and I'm like, are we sure this is gonna work? And he's like, ah, you'll be fine. <laughs> oh yeah
1: dude oh yeah and they tell you when you're doing it like hey if you're a dude grab your balls real quick because you do not want to get punched by that rope because you're literally just tying a rope around your shit
0: oh yeah god damn that hurt yeah that that was a lot of fun uh Zyber
3: uh the only Call of Duty or not Call of Duty but uh Rainbow Six that I extensively played was the first one that was dropped on the Dreamcast that's it Really? Yeah. That's I the only the one first. that I've ever played. Like, the extensively.
4: First one, first one I played, I think, it was on the N64
0: or PS1 or PS2. One of those two? Or three? Rogue Spear, I think, is on the N64.
1: Rogue Spear is also on PC, I thought, as well. Yeah. The first Rainbow Six I played was on my dad's work laptop because that son of a bitch rubbed it in my face that his computer could play with it. And all I remember was his computer was laggy as fuck with it, but at least it ran. It fucking ran, dude. And it just had that, that red storm. And I think their thing is a hurricane or, or tornado or yeah, some shit it was like a tornado. that. Yeah. Oh man, it's been so long since I've seen a Red Storm logo. I will always remember that though from the the late '90s, like that, mm, only because my dad was being a jackass and like really, I can play, but you can't. haha. Huh. But I could play the Blade Runner games, and he couldn't, and he loved Blade Runner. The
3: thing that I, I start... miss. Uh, speaking of loading ups, is like when I'd do a, a game, and it would go through a stage of load ups, like uh, my Voodoo. It'll load up a screen overlay of that, and uh, Sound Blaster. It'd load like that screen, and then it actually load the game and all of its uh, shit.
2: I still remember when my dad. I begged my dad for Christmas and I think maybe it was like two thousand five, two thousand six. I was like, I want Rainbow Six Vegas, the original. But I want it on PC. I don't want it on, like, these consoles I have. I want it on PC. And at the time, I had some shitty, like, Windows 98 or 2000 updated desktop. I didn't even have XP at the time. And I'm like, yeah, I'm so excited for this. It wouldn't even install. And for, like, two years, it sat in my dad's office. It was, like, the deluxe deluxe collector's edition that was, like, a double-thick box it had like art in it it had one of uh if you guys remember those old covers that were on like the deluxe versions of games that had that single that double piece of like velcro where you could open up and get a full double look at at all the stuff the game had to offer before you even slid out the disc that came in the box with it and it sat in my dad's office for two years until we upgraded the family computer. And then I wasn't even allowed to play it because it took too much too much space up on the hard drive.
0: <laughs> Sorry, I, I got distracted. I was looking at Sam Fisher's gameplay for Rainbow Six Siege.
1: Nah, you're good. So, since we're talking about older games and we got into a little bit of Rainbow Six and we're talking about mid-ish 90s, does anybody remember the name of that old-ass Mario game? I can't find it now when I'm looking for it. There's an old-ass Nintendo Mario Brothers game that was on PC and... And we played the fuck out of it. it had to have been mid '90s, maybe late-ish '90s, but I'm thinking mid
0: '90s. There's only one Mario computer game that I will ever remember from the '90s, and that's Mario teaches typing.
3: Yeah, that's yeah. the that only one I remember.
0: Yeah, other than that, I didn't. It was think-
1: this crazy adventure one, and I just I'm trying to fucking remember it. Nothing's super mario rpg on. uh i'd have to look at it I, I don't know so super mario rpg let me look it up Damn. no it wasn't that one it was a really fucking it was like a a whack job version of Mario, but it was actually like official and it, it looked cool. Or is this the like and... the
4: learning one where they go across around the world and like different time periods and they teach you about history. That huh. might
1: actually be it. I'm yeah. not sure, but that, that kind of sounds more familiar, man.
4: That might be it. I, I don't remember the name of it, but I, I do know there is that learning one like that. Uh
3: Mario is missing. No, it's Hotel Mario. It was a puzzle
2: game, almost, wasn't it? Is that the one you're thinking of?
1: So I'm looking at Mario is missing on PC from 1992, and I'm gonna watch a gameplay. Yeah, it looks like it is. There you go. It is Mario is missing. Holy
2: shit! That I didn't realize that didn't only release on Super NES.
3: Yeah, it was literally the worst uh, Mario game ever, and it came to PC, and we got screwed so hard when that game came to PC. Mario Typing was leagues better than Mario is Missing.
1: I just remember Mario is Missing, and I don't remember enjoying the game, but I remember it was Mario on PC, and... Yeah, dude, but I'm dude, looking it at was now janky like, oh as fuck. fuck, it's bad, dude, and it wasn't even Windows. We're talking 1992
3: DOS. Yeah, that game was so fucking janky. Yeah
2: did Did you guys know Mario had an Excite Bike edition? Oh, they made a sequel. It came out in '95 initially, and it was literally Excite Bike, except okay. the main character was Mario, and all of the AI racers were replaced with Mario characters. <laughs> And it was technically a re-release on originally on a system, the Satellaview. You guys ever heard of that? I gotta look this up.
1: Sorry, I didn't mean to uh, like go off on a tangent. We just started talking about you know, fucking Rainbow Six. It and was then, a Super Famicom. Oh, man, Adam. I played the first ones in the early nineties and. Yeah, now I'm thinking about, fuck, man, what about all those games I played in the mid-90s that were, wow, they were cool as shit at the time. Like, uh, earlier today, I was, did you guys ever play Wolfenstein Enemy Territory, the first free-to-play fucking shooter? Yeah, like, so, my wonderful claim to fame here is, and I mean, only if you were in the clan scene at the time, I played with negative zero, I was in negative zero. We were the number one fucking clan to beat, and it was amazing. We topped all the charts. We had a lot of fun. Never made any money or anything, but we were fucking badasses, and we rolled, and I forget that girl's name. Dude, uh, BK Knights like here. EB or something. But, yeah, she was not so great to my neighbor uh, fucking yeah, – I think he was right with the name Xism at the time. And, but, yeah – yeah, it, we all broke up and the clan fell apart and then she rebuilt it and they got, you know, back to the top and everything. But, man, looking back at all the shitty games that I played in the mid-90s going, man, this shit was fucking awesome. And, you know, I tried to look back at it today and was like, oh, oh, God, dude, <laughs> I thought the graphics were amazing at the time. They're, they're, pr- they're pretty awful now.
3: Yeah, and hanging out in QRC chat to fucking organize
1: Oh man, it was IRC all the time and we specifically used MIRC because we did all that custom scripting for MIRC so we could change the logo and change what the channel names were and all that stupid shit. And then we got into like, oh, we can get into scripting and write all the socket code and we didn't do anything with it except for pretend that we were super elite and then, yeah. Oh God. Dude, uh,
3: back in that time when I would use uh, my stepbrother's computer to play those games, uh, he was in this uh, clan called uh, BK Knights, which the BK stood for Bitch Killer. Um, that was uh, the clan that we were in for uh, Quake, the uh, 246, 244. Um, or even the four four Wolfenstein and uh, Counter Strike, <laughs> fucking memes See, man. Counter
1: Strike, yeah, dude. Counter Strike, I bounced around a lot. I've played a shit ton of Counter Strike in my life. You're like way back in the very early betas of it. I did not like when they did the night vision. I didn't like when the fucking suppressor was detachable from the M4. Because it took away the scope, and I was like, ah, and I mean the scope, it was just a slight zoom, it didn't even, you know, go to a scope, like, it, it, you know, I, I've i played a lot of old-ass games, and damn, dude, can we just get a game that takes some fucking skill? Please? Please, please let's go back to skill-based games? Pretty please?
0: Dude, weird game, now that we're talking about old stuff. Battle Tanks. Global assault.
5: Ha! I've
1: played that.
0: that. That was such a weird plot game. Like your son's been taken. There's like a virus that's killed everyone, and then they had all these weird tanks, nuclear bombs. I love that game. <laughs> yeah, that that a that was a that was a weird one.
3: A weird but fun one that I actually I'm considering playing the most recent rendition of it. Is a uh, Total Annihilation.
1: Man, fuck! I missed Total Annihilation. That was a really good RTS game to play. Absolutely, fucking destroyed my computer when you started getting way too many units. But damn, that was fun.
3: I used the mod that dropped for it to uh, up my army, and I broke my computer absolutely broke my computer trying to render in a million fucking heavy units
1: see i think this is uh we're showing our age here zyber because uh i'd see co and vengeance kind of going i don't even know what the fuck total annihilation is these guys are kind of weird
4: i know what total annihilation is i just scratched my head
0: Yeah, I didn't really get into... I, I realized that I really didn't get into gaming as heavily until, uh, like, 99 and onward. Like, like some of the games like, oh, I remember this game. And I look it up, like, 1999. 1999, I'm like, hmm. Guess I didn't get into those. Wow,
1: See, I, I graduated. really into... <laughs> You yeah, fuck, dude. I graduated 2001, man. Like, holy shit. <laughs> right? Like, like so, oh, shit. Just... Well,
3: technically, I graduated a year before my actual graduation, but they wouldn't let me go to the ceremony until 99 because I was still doing my uh, graphic and visual. So I held off on my graduation so that I could finish my uh, votech. Well,
1: there you go. Technically, I quote-unquote graduated in 2000 but the way the school system worked i had to go back for the like i had gotten out of school and i was done with school and i had an approved fucking diploma but the official graduation ceremony for my class was in 2001 so i had to fly back from virginia to california and officially walk and graduate
0: tony hawk pro skater
2: can't
3: wait. Yes.
1: Jack Black. Dude, That's being remade. You guys are tracking yeah. the remake, right? I'm really Jack excited Black, for Jack Black, dude. That. He's going to be in it. I don't give a fuck about Jack Black, honestly. Like, I, no, I like Jack Black, but I want a remade Tony Hawk all the way through with the original soundtrack. And from what I've seen, it's the original soundtrack. It looks really good. And I'm excited for the Stupid shit. But as far as Jack Black goes, I mean, cool. I like Jack Black, but was he part of the original? I'm not tracking. No, no. no, No, He's just
3: going to be a little Uh, add-in. I think he's doing some of the music for it, and he's going to be like a security guard in it.
0: He's the music guy for that game.
1: I thought they got the licensing for all the original tracks. Did they not?
3: Maybe I missed something.
0: I really don't know. Maybe they're just bringing them in just to just to add something new to it.
3: As long as it's better than, uh, what was it, Tony Hawk Zero, where he got the deck and the deck didn't work anytime he tried to use it.
0: Yeah, I never did get into that one. All oh, I know... Like- the
3: original, all I know is
4: that if, if Jack Black is being uh, the, the artist who's gonna be uh, doing all the audio, that means we're gonna get a new uh, Tenacious D album coming out with it.
2: Yep, you're <laughs> probably not wrong. <laughs> the only question is Dude. is the Jack Black in the game the full bearded desperation quarantine Jack Black or the freshly shaven Jack Black?
4: <laughs> no, it I doesn't matter.
0: The... I like both, yeah
3: it's the hot ones Jack Black Mm mhm
0: well uh, let's move into uh, something a little more recent Um, and this is I like this because of what they did for the teaser and I know there's not a lot on this but uh, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War Uh, so this gives me hope that they're actually going to have, like, a camp
1: Stop! Game. Nope. Dear fucking God, stop already. Nope. It's the yearly release of Call of Duty. It's the new Call of Duty Black Ops game. Guess what? Get fucked. You know what they did? They reused assets. They changed the weapon skins, but kept the shooting the same. You're not getting anything new. Were they making their money? Oh, they're making their money through... Come on now, say it. Say it with me. Ready? Say it with me. War Zone. War Zone. Call of Duty Warzone. Now, and this will be legitimately a straight on what you were hoping for a first person and a single player experience and nothing more. They might add some zombies, they might add some new guns, but don't expect a decent multiplayer experience while they currently have their fucking milking the Warzone experience. Do not give two shits. And there's no gameplay.
0: All I want. Is like a decent. I've I love story. I could give. Yeah, two shits I I too about want a decent
3: campaign.
0: Yeah, and the fact that they use Yuri Besmanov, his video, um, which by the way, if you have not seen that YouTube video about Yuri Yuri Besmanov, he talks about uh the uh he 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 warns the United States about communism mm-hmm. and about how they like infiltrated and all this other crap. So that aspect was really cool. So they have a chance to make a good story, and I could give two shits about the about the multiplayer. I, I don't care, really don't. Nope, not one bit. So not w- one bit. Go ahead, Cole.
4: When it comes to the multiplayer, uh, Cold War will be the next release of the new map for Warzone. Um, I think Warzone will be con- uh, the continuation for the free to play version. From here on out, Uh, every new release of Call of Duty will have a new map for WoZone. I think is what their plans are.
2: I I just want to say that at the end of the day we all look to Treyarch for a better storyline than Infinity War. Posts like Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare 2, I've always preferred Treyarch storylines. Oh yeah, are you kidding me? Treyarch... World at War? World at War has the in my opinion, the best storyline. Who made Finest Hour? Okay, I have uh, it too. I have it on PS2 no fucking less. Who makes it?
4: Okay, Let's go ahead and talk about uh, how uh, Treyarch isn't the same Treyarch it was back in World of War. And you walked away so you're not listening. (laughs) Right, he just
1: ran away. He's like, it's fucking Treyarch. And we're like, no, dude, Treyarch's fucking dead. They're gone. They got gutted. Get fucked, dude. It's like Blizzard. Talk about Blizzard now. They're gutted. They're fucked. Get rid of them.
0: Didn't they do uh what's that game called? Dead Space? Or who who did that one? Not true. Um Sledgehammer, Visceral. that's it. Sledgehammer. I think.
1: No, dude, the okay, so what you're gonna get with Call of Duty, Black Ops, Cold War. It's going to have the cool trailer. Every single Call of Duty game has had a badass trailer. You get all, like, hyped up for it. And you're like, yeah. And guess what? The single-player campaign is over in, like, two and a half hours. And all you're doing is laying in bed with your fucking dick in your hand. Like, damn, dude, I didn't even finish yet. The fuck? This is, this is terrible. It's really, like, yes... I understand they remade the first Modern Warfare and they did the single-player campaign and that's a shit ton of fun. It's also about four hours of fucking fun and then you're done. But, wow, dude, the Black Ops games, wasn't it? Huh, let me see. I gotta think here for a second. Didn't the last Black Ops game not come with any single-player at all whatsoever because they completely yeah. and utterly said that single-player is fucking dead? It wasn't so that to do. And, and it was Treyarch, I believe. Yep. Right? So, here we go. No single player at all whatsoever. What they're going to do with Cold Wars, they're going to give you a two and a half hour to three hour fucking single player. But as Co said, they're going to start including those maps. And they're going to start including, hey, if you own... Black Ops, blah, 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 Cold War, then you'll get access to these exclusive guns, and then you can get exclusive access to this perk and that perk and all that. They're not going to make a good single player game. Call of Duty has not made a good single player game in the longest fucking time. The best thing that Call of Duty has fucking done single player wise was remake the original Modern Warfare.
0: True. I mean, if they don't come out with it as, like, a campaign, then screw it. Uh, uh, I mean, I won't get it. I'm not going to buy it for multiplayer. I I liked uh, World of War. I liked Modern Warfare. Um, I got into it in Modern Warfare 2 and was hyped about Modern Warfare 3 when it came out. But, man... I don't need more shooting games, more single, more multiplayer games yeah. like that. So I'm good.
4: You, you you keep showing the the old games, vintage, and we're not arguing that they didn't make the good old ones. But the 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 Treyarch nowadays is not the same Treyarch you're gonna get that you want. Like you're not gonna get the War of War Treyarch team, which I love. Uh, to me, War of War was the best. Uh, was the last good uh, Call of Duty game. Go ahead.
2: Yeah, uh, Treyarch is the most like still together studio out of every every one that has made no, Call of not. Duty. No, yes, they are. They're the Infin- longest. They're the
4: longest running studio other than Infinity Ward. But they're not. They're not the same. They're not the same team. You're not getting the same story. They're lines. not so entirely not, not the same
2: Infinity team. War. But they're the most like. There are still people that are part of Treyarch now working on the next game, that were there back in Big Red One. But you're not. You getting can't those say that about, anymore. That's that's
4: the issue. You're arguing a point that 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 it's it's fact. You're not getting those storylines anymore. You're not getting the same war to war anymore. You're not getting those storylines. It it's unfortunately what it is.
1: And so who's actually making? Because I'm looking at it right now who's making Black Ops Cold War. Treyarch. It's not Treyarch.
2: Nope. It is Treyarch. Wrong.
1: Nope. Wrong. It's under Treyarch's name. Who's making it? Raven software is the co-developer slash lead developer of the new call of duty black ops cold war and they are slapping treyarch's name on it
2: that's treyarch. not fair
1: yeah almost treyarch every game in the last four on, years from call of duty on, has had on, raven man. software hold assisting on. hold on vintage treyarch is busy with the tony hawk remaster game not the next Cold Call of Duty Black Ops game—they've pawned it off to Raven Software, and it's the very first time that they have done it. According to everything that I am looking at right now,
3: time to eat some crow. Raven,
2: Raven Software like has <laughs> literally been working on the last Story four or five Call of 9-2. Duties. You, you, you got to admit that this is the first time, though, that they are being actually listed as a co-developer because Activision finally agrees they've do quality enough work not just to handle the ports no, okay. or so the Treyarch, multiplayer patching. Treyarch
1: is responsible for World at War in 2008 and they did Fantastic with it. Then they're also responsible for the massive failures of Black Ops, Black Ops 2, Black Ops 3, Black Ops 4, which didn't even have a multi or didn't have a single player at all whatsoever, because they completely fucked that up. Oh, and now that's here not a we go up. in 2020. Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War to be determined, co-developed slash lead developed by Raven Software. Raven Software was founded in nineteen ninety and all that, and I could go into what their shit is, but they were absorbed into Activision by nineteen ninety-seven.
2: Do you know why Black Ops Four didn't have a campaign?
1: No yes. Because uh Activision was fucking stupid. No thought that
3: multiplayer was dead. No, is that no, no, really no, no the point that's right not right in it at all. But that wasn't that's not the reason the point, whatsoever. Though, that's not the point that was being That's part meaning. of
2: my point, though, is I th- out of all of the last decade of Call of Duties, the Treyarch uh, campaigns have been my favorite by a mile. But we're
4: not arguing that. We- we're not disagreeing with that. We're talking about today. The modern games released by Treyarch are not the best story-driven games. They're- they're- Com-
2: I'm specifically referring within the Call of Duty franchise, though. And I thought okay, that the argument we were all whoa, whoa, making. Hold
1: on. I got you. Because right here, when discussing why the game won't have a campaign mode, Treyarch Studio co-head Dan Bunting revealed that a quote-unquote campaign mode was never planned for Black Ops 4 and they wanted to try something different and make a game that would be playable with friends across the board.
2: That was the official statement. You had a lot of developers coming out saying we actually did make a campaign mode, but they were supposed to be on a... That was the first time they were going to be doing a three-year development cycle, where it's the it's the first year Infinity War. This sounds like a lot no, of Bayard, no, then Sledgehammer. no, dude, no. no,
1: It's always been that's a three-year development since I was back in the yes, fucking that's, army. That's You're that's talking 2009, insane. dude. So no, yeah. Treyarch get got on forced that. to yeah. move
2: their game up one year from what no. they were expecting to release. No. I do remember this clear no. as day. Nope. And they decided to scrap no, campaign. You, no, hey,
1: man, I'm not trying to be an asshole here, <laughs> but
2: flat out, you need to actually every, do
1: some research. It's always been a three-year cycle between D. three companies. Yeah. No, I
2: understand. But they pushed Treyarch up a year, so they cut the campaign. But they said officially the reason was because they'd rather deliver a better multiplayer experience. And that's, in, that's actually correct, because at the end of the day, where okay, does then. the majority of Call Bullshit, of Duty revenue come from? Dude.
1: Okay, so hold on. When did Black Ops 3 come out? 2015. When did the next Treyarch game come out?
2: 2018. Black Ops
1: 4, 2018. So you tell me when? how did Black Ops 4 you know, miss a single player campaign in there and all of that. So 2015 was Black Ops 3, 3 that was Treyarch. 2018 was Black Ops 4. 2020 with Cold War. Tell me how they're not on a three year cycle. Pretty please, keep explaining that no, to me. No, I,
2: I remember it had to do with they were primarily focused on a port of an older game at the time, and they're not then they were told on a port of
1: the older game at all. They're listed. They handed in it off order. to
2: Raven Software. I remember this explicitly. No, Raven
1: Software is only showing any ties with Treyarch with the new fucking Cold War. Oh no,
2: no, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that Treyarch was actually working on a port. Before Actually, the release of Black Ops 4. No, they're showing up on
0: 4. I No, 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 I know that. I know that. Treyarch, Raven, and B Yes. Phoenix.
2: Treyarch was working on a port, I believe it was to a Wii system at that point. It was an Infinity Ward Call of Duty that they were to- tasked with porting to the Wii, if I remember correctly. And Raven got passed off to internal? Raven Software.
1: No, Raven Software is an internal company, right, for Activision. In 2012, Raven began hiring employees for the game to help out Infinity Ward on Call of Duty Ghosts. And then they moved from there to the Star Wars Jedi Knight 2 then the Jedi Academy, and then they've worked on Call of Duty Online, they worked on Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare, they worked on Modern Warfare Remastered, and then the only time that they've stepped in past Warzone, or even really, I mean, they worked on the original Modern Warfare, is Black Ops Cold War. They have not touched any other game in the Call of Duty franchise.
3: With that said, I mean... It just comes down to official statements. Everything else is just hearsay. So with that... um, Correct, and that was
1: a hard part. Right. The the canceling of single-player mode because Treyarch and Activision, regardless of how much you like Treyarch, and I understand, dude, like, I'm telling you now, I'm a Valve fanboy. Whatever Valve puts out as a video game, I'm gonna buy it up and I'm gonna defend them to the end. Valve fucking sucks. Valve is a piece of shit for the most part. I know that true to my fucking heart, but I will never fucking like. If we're talking about video games, hey, fuck you. Valve is number one, but Treyarch, I mean, they followed the path, man. They did what Activision told them to do. They also believed that single player and all of that was dead. But that's not to say that they were the only company that thought it was dead. EA made bets that the single player was dead several major companies were putting out that the single player was dead for quite a while if you're looking at the early i, I want to say late 20s right like late 2000s okay we're talking 2008 to 2013 ish then you were looking at all of these developers saying that You know, single player is dead. We need to push forward with multiplayer. And everyone was pushing forward with multiplayer. Right. Everyone. There's there's
3: no argument there. Like on console, how some of the console games, they had that blip of multiplayer. But over time, that multiplayer got bigger and the content for single player got smaller.
1: Oh, look at Sony stepping all over their fucking dicks when they tried to say that, hey, people don't fucking sit together in their goddamn houses. And then the Nintendo Switch comes out and goes, yeah, you can have 40 people play. You just need six Nintendo Switches. And guess what? 40 people jumped in with their six Nintendo Switches and fucking played a bunch of games and had a great goddamn time. Everybody said that. You know, shit, there are three Nintendo Switches in my house currently because, you know, God actually God bought his own house and that's working out. But look at the whole, oh, man, multiplayer is the way to go. Single player is dead. And then and Sony and Microsoft kind of jumped on the bad wagon saying, hey, you know, people don't play together in the living rooms. And Nintendo went, fuck you. Yes, they do. Watch yeah. this. And here we go.
3: Yeah. And what it's, system uh, can you not really find anymore?
4: You know, you can still have a really good story experience with multiple people. They just don't do it. Like it, if you no. if they implemented a story mode with multiplayer into like the game like Skyrim, it'd be a fun game still. You'd have to do some like difficulty changes and, and loot changes, but it would still be a good experience. They just don't. Isn't that T S
3: U online? <laughs> uh,
4: <laughs> oh, No, we're not going to talk about the, the Elder Scrolls Online. That's that's not
0: Elder Scrolls. That's, yeah,
3: nah, it's it really isn't, but it. I thought it was funny.
0: All right. So let's, uh, let's get down to this last topic and then we'll, we'll wrap up the show. Um, so we talked um, earlier about this. We were going to dive into it before um, I finished state of games, but uh, uh, vintage why don't you uh, kick this off with the m- multi game, uh, monthly subscriptions. Would you want to talk about that
2: Yeah I had a question for for the group because I think it would would pose a very interesting conversation. Um, services like EA offers I, it was insider originally and then origin access on PC and now it's pro play whatever you have Xbox game Pass and stuff like that when, when you look at that and you see oh 10, 12, 20 dollars a month to get effectively their entire collection of games but then you also see, you can prepay for like seventy nine hundred dollars. Do you guys find value in that at all? I've been very yeah. interested about this.
1: Thank fucking god, Cecil's not here.
4: Oh my god, dude. So I'm gonna say straight up no. I, okay, so when you're talking about uh, their platforms, it's not like the Steam platform. I actually had this discussion with. Was it you, Vintage, earlier today? Yeah, it was. It was you earlier today. So the platforms, you know, when you talk about Origin or uh, whatnot, they're not like Steam. They're not like Epic Games.
0: No, no, no. I think we're talking about subscription services. Right. Origin's but, their their launcher. Their subscription services. Right, access. but but it's access it's
4: access to their games on their launchers. So it's all or first party, theme. all first party titles that I don't really care about too much because I've played them in the past. At and it really doesn't add me add anything other than kind of a nostalgia value to go back and play those old games that I really don't care for. So I couldn't really justify the purchase there. If Steam or Epic Games did that on the other hand, oh man, would I be down for that. One hundred. No, fuck
1: no, they can't do that because Steam nor Epic really own any fucking like yes, no, Steam has no, I, Valve owns a bunch of games and Epic owns a bunch of games, but but, dude, they I'm couldn't not, do that. I'm not
4: talking about just their first party games. I'm talking about having a, a monthly subscription fee to play any games on the Steam store. Oh, dude, get game.
1: fucked. Steam would get my money. Epic exactly. would turn around as much as I hate so, Epic. I'd have to throw money at them exactly. because, yeah, if I could get unlimited access to libraries. Yes. Get fucked.
4: Yes, that's what I'm saying. I don't oh. think they'd, you know, these first party uh, platforms offer enough uh, of an experience for me to be willing to pay for it. And honestly, it's going to be me forgetting about it. And then they're going to be charging me two, three extra months of some service I'm not using.
1: Now I want to disagree with you on that aspect for a little teeny bit. I really, really enjoy the Microsoft game pass, Microsoft game pass, giving me access to that and allowing me to play the games on windows 10 Has been fucking fantastic, but the other game passes out there, I will agree that they are not worth my time and/or value, and I have not subscribed to them. But I continue to prescribe, subscribe, prescribe, Jesus Christ, subscribe to the uh, the Xbox Game Pass because I do get to play the Xbox games on Windows Ten, and I do enjoy that.
3: Another thing that I like about the Xbox Pass is. They're working on their streaming beta. So if you have a device that, you know, has internet connection, you can stream their the games that you have access to from your tablet or phone. So there's that. Um, kind of like, what is it, uh, the GeForce Now or Stadia or whatever it is?
1: So there's, there's Stadia and there's GeForce Now and I've cancelled my Stadia subscription. I'm sorry. Google take a fucking lesson from NVIDIA and fix your shit legitimately. The GeForce Now, man, I mean it's $7 a month and I don't even miss the money. It, I, I really like the GeForce Now experience.
0: Yeah. So um, EA Access I give it that it's it's got some merit to it because of EA's...
1: um, You mean EA's soulless fucking company that buys up all the independent companies so that it can rack everything under its own goddamn label then run the games into the ground and everybody tries to buy them until they realize that EA actually has a handle of them and no one wants to play the games anymore, EA?
0: let's not talk about visceral games in dead space 4. um so they're they're uh the way they do their business and I can't think of a damn phrase right now. um with NHL uh football, uh basketball, uh FIFA. So, so esports esports games like that's useful because for 4.99 a month I could play that game and no, no, I think- not,
1: no, hold on a second. You're saying that I'd have to pay $4.99 a month and I could play the game, quote unquote, for that one low subscription price. Or I can pay the $60 up front and play it for the next three fucking years because that's how long their leagues are lasting in all of their esports games across really? the board. And I so this is I'm not somebody who plays the Esports League, but I have plenty of friends that do, and they are still playing well, what was the last game to call out come out for college football? That bitch was five years ago, and they're still playing that one game and it still costs sixty dollars. Even used, it's sixty bucks.
0: So they're not they're not jumping on to the next like FIFA twenty twenty, they're no, nope, because
1: they wanted to play the college games and all of that. And whenever the new NFL games come out, they take a look at the NFL games. And yes, some people flock to them. But honestly, people want to end their leagues, and they have these really long leagues with the same group of friends. And then they decide, okay, and then they all switch over. And I was like, that's a really weird thing to me. But again, I play a group of games with you guys, so uh, it's also really weird to them
0: yeah so well i I mean i guess i'm wrong on that but i feel like my with some of my friends they like if they jump to the next year the next one the next year the next year the next year and i just just paying 60 bucks for a game that doesn't get enough love like it's not worth it i've i've invested 60 dollars into other games that i have played so much that it was worth it now if i bounced around games as much as my buddy z does xbox game pass would be a really good idea because of the fact that it's not first party titles only like they have more to it than just that they have other games you can play on the game pass like they do have the first party titles but they don't just have that exclusively however still to this day i have never invested in it because Being at my age, working, working out, trying to, you know, keep my relationship in good, you know, repair, I don't have the time. I don't have the hours. Like, when I was single, when I was in college, yeah, I had the time. As soon as I hit grad school, I lost gaming time, and it has gone down significantly since then. So, like, paying that much money yeah variety but i'm not a variety kind of guy i'm a guy who likes to play a game and likes to beat it who likes to play with friends so it's it's not really worth it vintage i'd say
2: the only so like i'm a i'm a big game pass subscriber i love i get game pass ultimate because i have an xbox one x i also play the games on pc so between that i get more than my money's worth but what i actually found very interesting is this is the first year i've subscribed to ea's system And I went all out and I got it. I bought it for a year. Why? Because it's $30 for the year. And I figured if I can find even one game that would have cost me $60 to pay for up front, it's already worth it to me. So my one game when I got it, though, was uh, Jedi Fallen Order. That Star Wars game that came out last November, October, November-ish. That's a single player game that does not have any DLC. I more than have gotten my money's worth out of that, considering if I had bought it flat out, it would have been $60 for me. And now... Now, now hold on a second,
1: because I I do have a question, because I am actually curious that you've you've bought the subscription. You're playing... You got the the amount of money. How much are you paying for EA subscription?
2: $30 a year.
1: $30 a year. Okay. And then what game did you get the most use out of? The Jedi game? Yeah,
2: I played it for probably 18 hours, beat the hell out okay. of it. I, I, I,
1: that's great, as long as you had a lot of fun. I'm, yeah. I'm not knocking the game, and I'm not knocking anything. I'm trying to figure out what you paid and what you got your enjoyment out of. And, I pay for the Xbox Game mm-hmm. Pass, so I, I'm, I'm sitting here saying I pay for the yearly pass of that, um, and, and I think it's worth it. I, also I paid $13 for my
3: year of uh, Ultimate.
1: Yeah, uh, right. And yeah, then I mean, here's
2: the other thing. I then... Because I noticed it happened to be on there when Need for Speed Heat came out. I've put probably 35, 40 hours into that, and I still play it. You can't beat that you value could, sir, at that do point. You not
1: play that game. What? Uh, you, good sir, do not play that game. Yes, I do. I have played that game with you, and you have oh, been frustrated. Oh, i max. Have rage quit oh, I don't think you game. understand. I'm you max don't play level. That game.
2: I'm max level. You rage max. At first, you and I, when we first played it together, I raged a little bit. Now I'm max level. I don't care as much. I got through all the nighttime stuff. I've got Reputation 50. I've got as much money as I need. I can get any car I want. And I still play it because those races are fun. It's fun to play with friends. It's especially even more fun when you go into an open lobby. And then you're like, oh yeah, this is like, uh, you only need to be like 285 to do this race. And you see every every car in the lobby show up. And then all of a sudden, it's because you've got this maxed out, Low quality car that can happen that just so happens to hit like two ten on a straight line and actually can win these races. (laughs) That's the enjoyment I find out of it. But think about that. That's two sixty dollars games that I've played the Uh, shit out of. The Jedi
1: game I've never seen at sixty dollars, even on launch. I thought it was was like thirty dollars. Oh no, no, that game was like uh, almost seventy bucks.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah, the
1: Jedi game? Like which Jedi game are we talking Fallen about? Fallen Order. Because Fallen Order? The
2: one that has uh, that yeah, it's the out. newer one. Yeah, the so one you, the one that has the lead character and voice actor Exicute is the same one from order. Shameless. Six, it's six. Ian from Shameless.
4: I don't play EA titles anymore. I don't think. There's I mean, right now it's thirty
2: dollars. Almost a year later
4: there's no like individual publisher outside of like maybe epic if they gave me access to their entire library or even uh valve if they gave me access to the entire storefront as a a monthly access would i actually spend money on a subscription title there's
1: the, the, you really should look at the Xbox One and also I'm seeing fallen order upon release of November 15, 2019. If you were to bought off Amazon, it's always been $40 that an exclusive deal on it. But yes, I understand where 40. most of the places is it's still 40. I got you. But co, I really think that you should look into the Xbox Game Pass and you getting a lot of the Microsoft games. Why? Uh, well, well, first, because first sorry, that, I that one I actually have found value in. I have not found value in the other ones, but I'm not a, I, I don't like Star Wars games. They but the thing like though the is, uh, you have
3: to buy your um, live, gold live membership. And then with the extra like $13, you get ultimate. Otherwise you pay full yeah. price for uh, the game pass.
4: I don't. Uh, I don't play Xbox, uh, in Xbox Live. I mean, I, I played the the Microsoft Game Pass when we were doing Sea of Thieves, right? And that, that's the same thing now. It's right. all the same thing. Right. But I'm yep. still yep. not yep. using it, and I'm, I'm not buying games that uh, uh, from the from these developers. Like there's, they don't interest me. Like they're, to be brutally honest with y'all, they're very basic and shallow games with a four hour story mode that I'll be finished within. No time at all, or even quicker, because I always end up finding a, sort, a shorter path for some stupid reason. And then I'm out, you know, five, whether it be five bucks, ten bucks, or a full price at 60 bucks, I'm still going to be done with the game and maybe on to something else. I play MMOs because they have a longer experience to them.
1: Now, when you say that and you're playing these games, you're literally getting access to a massive amount of games with xbox so but i don't
4: have a, i don't have an interest to play them that's the issue is that I, I i don't have any interest in playing these most of these games and that's why i don't okay. really feel the value of it sure. um if it's going to give me access to survival games or mmos or you know something like that then i would see okay i could i could do that but they're not and uh they're not gonna hold my interest so i don't uh, spend money on these uh subscription services I mean the only other game I purchased in the I guess in the entire year so far has been Fall Guys. That's the only game. Oh
3: shit. Oh shit. We got a fucking fourth. We got yes, a fourth. Yes, we do. Uh for myself um on the memberships. When I have Game Pass, from Game Pass I got uh Gears 5, Carry On, um uh Wargroove uh Vambrance, um, let's see, uh, Bloodstained, Ori, and the Will of the the newest one. That's Will of the Wisp, I believe. Yeah, dude, really good game, but fuck, man, those
1: games are yeah, they
3: are. So like those games alone make it well worth it to me. Instead of paying full price for all those games, I only spent thirteen dollars for like my year membership.
1: Yeah, that's the hard part because the the Ori and the Blind Forest and the Ori Willow the Wisp and all that like those games alone is going to cost you. I I do believe that they're like thirty dollars starting, so it's sixty dollars for both of them. But paying thirteen bucks for the year and getting access to a bunch of really good minor games. Now I'm not saying you're paying thirteen dollars a month. I can understand where that gets a little rough, but thirteen dollars for the year. That's not so bad with the Microsoft Game Pass. Uh It really fucking isn't.
4: But I'm I'm not paying any money a year when I'm playing Black Desert. That's true. Yeah,
1: but you playing Black Desert is a whole different story because you're not playing Black Desert. (laughs) I guarantee that Black Desert is currently running in the background of your computer
4: right this fucking second. And you are not actually playing. Well, that's mainly because we're in the middle of a podcast. I can't play it. (laughs)
3: um also i i can't play black desert anymore because i'm at a point where it's like i gotta buy shit to continue on i'm not getting anything that i need to progress and i'm not gonna spend money
4: yeah there's no it depends on where you're at if you don't have the inventory space or the pets yeah i could see that but um you can do life skilling and, and get the items right. You need for, uh, the that's the race. thing. Uh,
3: I have I'm not finding any more uh expansion packs for my inventory, and okay. my inventory is full. I have to delete stuff that I might potentially need. And if I'm in the middle of like somewhere and I find a better piece of armor,
4: yep. Well, there should be one set of armor that you use, or there's two sets of armor. Uh, I'm not going to go in, into full de- depth. of it but uh i would definitely say utilize storage you, there's like nine towns you can use uh, or cities you can utilize uh, storage with um that can definitely bolster your capacity it means a lot of running around but you, you can definitely do it without uh, spending money
3: all right off to blue all right <laughs>
0: let's, uh, let's uh let's let's wrap this up folks um we're getting a little long in the tooth um and get a quick point vintage uh all i was gonna say is i also have fall guys so please keep that in mind (laughs) okay all right so um zyber why don't you tell the lovely folks where they can find you my good sir well you
3: can find me standing right behind blue shark when he has that you know little brother shirt on and sexy voice going other than that you can find me on my twitter my uh Facebook, Instagram, also the G&A, um, Discord, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, we also, I like to say, we also, uh, have our SkyBot, you know, doing some Instagram stuff. Yeah, uh, he, he apparently got sick of, uh, just being on twitter and is now on instagram as well making fun of us uh flush bags
1: podcast is on twitter where the fuck did you guys get on twitter we've been on oh god no no i'm giving you a hard time i don't follow any of the gna stuff oh my god don't tell cecil
0: all right and uh vintage
2: where can they find you Usually I would say don't find me, but these days I'm trying to grow a Twitch channel, which, uh, which has been going fairly well. So twitch.tv slash you can always find me posting offensive memes and having Cecil, uh, temporarily ban me and remove said meme from the lounge at the GNA podcast discord. Um, so yeah, if you guys want to check me out. Those are the two places get in early. Cause those memes are spicy.
0: Very nice. And uh, Ko, where can they find you?
4: You can find me exclusively on the GNA Podcast Discord.
0: Thank you for your loyalty, Ko. And Damok, where can they find you?
4: Uh,
1: I do believe that my Discord rank in the GNA Podcast is Ultimate Shit Talker, and I'm above the crew because I talk so goddamn much. you can, can. (laughs) Yeah. You can exclusively find me on the podcast, uh, in the Discord and all of that, and, yeah, dude, Ultimate talker. you'll see me, if anybody can talk better shit than me, get your ass in the Discord, let's fucking go, man, because I can ramble for goddamn days. I may not be coherent, but I can ramble
0: awesome and ladies and gentlemen i am your extremely tired host blue shark 45 who is doing his best to keep his eyes open right now uh and you can find me uh in my bed yeah but blue where don't. can that, we find that's you that's 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 awkward don't 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 find me in
3: my bed that, oh shit so weird. that was the invitation uh, everybody pile in his bed <laughs>
1: Yeah, dude, uh, I believe Uh, that you missed the Mass Nuttin' Trit, so, uh, I'm gonna have to jump in your bed as soon as I see you.
0: (laughs) And, uh, you can also find me, um, purchasing Pepper Spray and Tasers Out. excuse me, uh, you can find me on Twitter at BlueShark45, Uh, you can find me in our GNA Discord, you can also find me in, um, uh, a few other various discords, uh, such as the Enable Sisters, uh, 3 player co-op, uh, and you can also find me on parlor at BlueShark45, occasionally tweeting, um, and uh, ladies and gentlemen, my eyes are a little bit fuzzy and faded, but I think there's something about a website you dumb, you dumb, you
1: dumb Ninety nine and good night Sweet Treesling Blue Shark or GNAPodcast.com.
2: Thanks for the translation, Damoc. Not all of us speak your language.
0: Thank you all for joining us on this show, and thank you all for listening. You all have a lovely evening. Good night. Absolutely, brother. Good night, Good Blue! Night.
3: Fuck, I gotta pee I'm back. Make sure you get it between the legs.